I'm Matt Rogers, and I'm joined here in the John Clark Performance Studio by the Contrasts Quartet. They are the quartet in residence with the Western Piedmont Symphony in Hickory. They have their final Chamber Classics concert of the season this Saturday, Saturday night at 7.30 in the Arts and Science Center. But before that concert, we wanted to have them up here to give us a little preview of uh, what we can expect this weekend. Uh, the Contrast Quartet, Dimitri Pogorelov, Francois Hinkins, Ayashida, and Jean Hatmaker, welcome back. Thanks for having us. Hi, Matt. Good to have you. you So give us a little preview or a little idea of what we can expect this weekend. What's the concert about? Well, this concert, we've got a little bit of a a, a mix. Uh, We've got the the standards. We've got Beethoven and Dvorak on either side. And in the middle, we've got a South African piece by Kevin Volans. So it'll be an evening of contrasting music. All right. (laughs) So we're going to... The title of the program is actually called Lasting Impressions. And we came up with that because officially this was supposed to be our last concert of the season and our last concert as a resident string quartet. Lasting impressions, of course, having a double meaning of our lasting impressions of being here and also the impressions the music has made in its own right. Um, Fortunately, we've been able to extend our relationship with the Western Piedmont Symphony, so we'll still be playing concerts here next season. All right. Good. So we'll have you back up here again. Yeah. (laughs) If this goes well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what's the the first piece we're going to hear? Well, the first piece we're going to play for you today is the South African piece. Um, For those listeners who haven't heard us before, the four of us are actually from four different countries. Uh, Aishida, our violist, is from Japan. Uh, Dimitri, our first violinist, is from Russia. Myself, I'm from South Africa, and Jean is our American representative all the way from Chicago. Um, and so, because we're playing a South African piece, that's why I'm talking. And <laughs> my my uh, my colleagues here told me, Franco, you've got some explaining to do. And uh, <laughs> by that <laughs> by that they meant it, it really would benefit uh, before one uh, plays this piece for people to know what they're getting themselves into. Um, Kevin Volans is. He kind of became famous in the 80s uh, when Kronos Quartet actually commissioned this and his first string quartet. Uh, they really wanted music with an African flavor to it. And Kevin Volans is exceptional at the way he says it, uh, using as many African motives and themes as he possibly can in one piece. So uh, when you, if you do come to our concert on Saturday, we're going to have a little bit of a pre-concert talk where we will actually play some of those examples Uh, for you before we play what the quartet actually sounds like and it's kind of cool to see how he did that Um, and also what he achieves by doing that is he 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 creates an African lance a sound landscape if you want to think of it that way so the listener will actually kind of go on a sound journey through Africa if you want to think of it that way and we'll have a slideshow to help people out (laughs) if they don't know what the visuals should look like so good um, and in this specific piece we're going to be playing the second movement for you right now um, where he st- uh, mainly uses uh, music from Mali, uh, with th- where we're going to imitate the uh, kora, which is a traditional instrument, and also a southern African instrument called the hembira, or commonly known as the thumb piano over here. So, all right, you enjoy it. Here's the contrast quartet on 89.9 WDAV.
was beautiful. There were moments during that that were absolutely hypnotic. Like I just yeah. didn't want it to end. <laughs> You're listening to the Contrast Quartet performing live from the John Clark Performance Studio here at 89.9 WDAV. They have a concert this Saturday night in Hickory at the Arts <laughs> and Science Center. You can get more details about the concert from the events calendar of our website, WDAV.org. That was music. Uh, that was the String Quartet Number no. 2, the second movement by Kevin Volans. Am I saying that That's right? Correct, yeah. Kevin <clears throat> Volans. Now, uh, for folks who may not, I know we've talked about this before, but for folks who may not have heard, tell us about the Contrast Quartet. How did you guys get together? I know we have someone from, from Russia, from South Africa, from Japan, and the country of Chicago, right? <laughs> so we have, Talking about country of Chicago, this is <laughs> yes. where we met originally. We were uh, principals, string principals with the Chicago Symphony Civic Orchestra. And as principals, we had to get together once in a while, look at Boeing's fingerings, you know, something to pass down to our sections to be sure that the orchestra sounds in the most cohesive way. And uh, that sort of stuck with us. It, it, was so, it was so much fun that we decided, why need the rest of the orchestra when we can <laughs> just do it for us? Uh, that's basically the short story. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have this symphony training because now that in Hickory it's a symphony-sponsored quartet residency, we can have the best of both worlds. We can be a part of the uh, process of, um, you know, uh, improving the Western Piedmont Symphony as string leaders, and we can have our quartet um, involvement with uh, four chamber classics and outreach and all of the other things that we're doing. So from Chicago through Hickory, you know, and now we're where we are. Um, and folks can probably guess Dmitry here is from, from Russia. From Russia, <laughs> right. Um, it was not intentional that uh, the four of us happened to be from four different continents. We, we weren't looking in each other's passports when we decided that we wanted <laughs> to form a quartet. You know, we yeah. just had a lot of fun doing what we're doing. So it's a nice byproduct that we get to have varied repertoire like Volans, and then from Volans we're going to Beethoven now. You know, it's it's wonderful opportunity to bring pieces from countries like Japan and South Africa. And, uh, and frankly, there's not enough American music played in the strength quartet repertoire. So we're working on improving that as well. All right, Chicago, let's represent. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, well, tell us about, since you mentioned Beethoven, tell us uh, about the piece you're going to play next. Um, we're doing, on Saturday, we're doing his Opus 130 in its entirety, six movements, you know, towards the end of his life, Beethoven and string quartet um, kind of developed a special relationship with one another, so to speak. Um, Mr. Beethoven just kept on writing string quartets without necessarily being commissioned to do so. It seemed like it was his creative ch channel of creativity for him to do whatever he kept wanting to do in his life and maybe didn't have the opportunity to do so. And the last few string quartets are probably some of the greatest music that is written for this combination of instruments, and we're very fortunate to be able to play his Opus 130, his last complete work, on Saturday. And uh, this afternoon, we thought we'd give you a snippet with one movement. It's very simply called a German dance, but we feel like there's more to it. Um, you see the main theme. I'm just going to quickly play it. Notice how it gets louder and softer and, and, and so on. You know, we all know that Beethoven had trouble hearing, and he was basically deaf. And maybe that's his way of telling the world what it must have felt like for him to mm. have this condition. So this main theme that keeps coming back throughout this very short movement does that. It gets softer, louder, softer, louder. Like if the WDAV listener, listeners would channel their, you know, dial their uh, 
what am I trying to volume. say? Uh, volume, volume knob, uh, up and down, up and down. That's what the main theme. We'll does. just keep turning it up and down. <laughs> Please help us down. out. You know, that, that's not adjust down. your sets. This is intentional. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with your speakers. <laughs> Here's music by Beethoven, performed by the Contrast Quartet here in the John Clark Performance Studio on WDAV. You're listening to the Contrast Quartet performing live in the John Clark Performance Studio here on WDAV. That was music by Beethoven from his string quartet, Opus 130. The Contrast Quartet is the quartet in residence with the Western Piedmont Symphony in Hickory, and they're going to be 
uh, having their final Chamber Classics concert of the season this Saturday night at 7.30 in the Arts and Science Center. More details about that on our website. Just go to the events calendar at WDAV.org. The quartet is Dimitri Pogorelov and Francois Hinkins. They play the uh, violins. Ayashita plays viola and Gene Hatmaker uh, plays the cello. It's so good to have you guys back here. Um, it's not just good music, well performed, but you guys just have a lot of fun with it. I've seen <laughs> you guys in concert a few times, and you're very expressive on stage, and it's, the audience will definitely walk away knowing more about the music, but they'll just have a good time at the concert, too. Do you guys, like, when you're putting these concerts together, do you have a certain idea in mind of what you want the audience to walk away with? Well, you know, it largely depends on how the pieces fit together, and I hate to burst the bubble, but oftentimes the programming choices we make are logistic. This is Gene Hatmaker, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) playing cello. I mean, a lot of times we'll say, well, who wants to play what? We'll say, yeah, okay, that works. And then we put the music together, and then afterwards, um, usually there's a thread, a common thread that we can find that goes through everything. Um, And a lot of times that'll sort of fall on me to think of, okay, well, what is it that ties this music together? And mostly it's one of my favorite things to think about when I think about the programming choices we've made because it really makes me reconsider the music that we're playing and what it means to me and what it could possibly mean to the audience. Um, and for example, the the next piece we're gonna play for you is a piece by Dvorak. Um, there's a lot more here than meets the eye or the ear. You know, it's a beautiful piece of music, but at the same time, there's a lot of emotional substance to this piece that we're hoping that people will be able to hear through the music and perhaps with a bit of explanation as well, knowing what was going on in Dvorak's life and who he intended the audience to be or sort of the recipient in which this piece was um, dedicated. this quartet we're going to play, uh, the ninth quartet, was dedicated to his mentor Brahms. So there's a lot of that influence there as well. But ultimately, what we want people to come away with is sort of a sense that they've learned something about themselves that maybe they didn't know before they stepped into the room. And maybe that we've been able to share something with each other that we couldn't have just speaking or meeting in a, a public, you know? And I think that there's there's something to good music that ties people together. And, mm-hmm. and whether or not they talk about it or acknowledge it, you can definitely feel that. And so regardless of the programming choices, regardless of whether or not Volans is your cup of tea, um, we're hoping that people will feel what we feel on stage and how important it is and how much it means to us and that it might mean something to them too. And then in turn, we all mean something to each other. That's great. Yeah, tell us about the, you mentioned the Dvorak piece you're going to play. What is it? What's the background on that? Well, the background of it is that it's sort of Dvorak's musical thank you note to Brahms. Brahms was a really strong supporter for Dvorak in his career. And, you know, we all need a little bit of help from time to time. And uh, composer's way of saying thank you, of course, is to write him a piece. And so he wrote this string quartet for Brahms. Um, but there's there's a lot that gives this piece extra substance when you know what Dvorak was going through as he was writing it. He had just lost his daughter as he was writing this music, so there's definitely a melancholy timbre to it that you just can't ignore, um, which I'm sure, you know, Brahms's music is no stranger to that as well, so it seems fitting. Um, and we're going to play for you today now, we thought we'd play the finale, which is sort of a heavy gallop, as it were. It's very robust and there's a lot of energy to it, but it's not happy. You know, it, it's not quite happy, but it's it's trying to be. So it's a really interesting piece. It's a really interesting way to um, close the quartet, and it's going to be on the first half of our program on Saturday. All right. Well, here is a selection from the String Quartet Number no. 9, Opus 34 by Dvorak. This is the finale performed by the Contrast Quartet here in the John Clark Performance Studio. <laughs> ¶¶ 
That's the finale to Dvorak's String Quartet Number no. 9, Opus 34, and you've been listening to the Contrast Quartet performing live in the John Clark Performance Studio here at WDAV. Their final classic, our Chamber Classics concert of the season, is this Saturday, Saturday night at 7.30 in the Arts and Science Center. Uh, thanks for stopping by, as always. Thanks for making the drive up to the station to... Thank you so much for having us. ...give Pat. us a little preview. Good luck with the concert. And, yeah, and I tell you what, if, if you want to have a good time in, in a concert... Some of the most fun I've had has been at these Chamber Classics concerts. You can find out more details about the Contrast Quartet and their concert this Saturday on the events calendar of our website at wdav.org.